You're listening to the Frugal Spender Podcast, where we have conversations about the one thing you've always been told not to talk about, personal finance. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Frugal Spender Podcast. This is episode number 43. And today's subject is all about the dangers of credit cards. Credit cards, the symbol of the middle class across the world, popularized in America and normalized in the UK, and seemingly loved by people who are chasing air miles to upgrade their economy plane seat to something with a little more legroom. In this episode, I'm going to give you my top three dangers of credit cards in reverse order. And whether you are for or against credit cards, you will likely have come across somebody at some point with an opposing view. And for me, this is probably a lot more than most. My stance on credit cards is that they are inherently dangerous, but that's only been my opinion for the last three years. And coincidentally, about three years ago is right about the time of my life where I'd maxed out two different credit cards and was struggling to keep up with the minimum payments and doing my best not to let my girlfriend know how shit I was with money, aka not telling her about my credit card debt. All the way up until that day that I tried to place an online bet with my credit card and it informed me that it'd been declined due to insufficient funds, I would have told you that credit cards are absolutely fine to have and that I was in full control. I kept telling myself that I would pay off the debt later, whether that would be from winning a big bet or somehow just coming into money. And it doesn't take a genius to work out that later never came. Well, not in the way that I thought it would anyway. You see, as a child, I was never shown how to manage money. It was not discussed in my household. And like the majority of people, I just had to figure out what worked through making mistakes. Letters coming through the post in mass at a young age telling me how illegible I was for credit cards. It made me feel important, but more detrimentally, it provided me with the access to money that was not mine. And look, I wasn't an idiot. I was raised pretty well, and I would have considered myself reasonably educated. So I did the smart thing, the grown-up thing, and I got myself a credit card and spent way more than I could afford on it. So I really do know firsthand the dangers of credit cards. And if you're listening, maybe you felt that too, or maybe you've been okay with credit cards. Maybe it's just worked for you, but hear me out. Listen to these three things that I'm going to tell you. I think you're going to get something from it. Anyway, that's enough about me. Let's get into number three. It is way too easy to overspend. When you pay for things on a credit card, you are way more likely to buy the more expensive option. And that's not just my opinion. This has been shown time and time again in behavioral studies all around credit cards. Even to this day, if I make a purchase on my credit card, yes, I have a credit card. And the only time I buy anything on that credit card is for a big purchase to get Section 75 cover. That's the cover that Section 75 of the Consumer Credit Act gives you that makes the credit card company jointly liable for any purchases. It means that you can just get a refund much quicker if anything were to go wrong. And even still, if I do that, it does not feel like real money. I can actually feel myself leaning more towards the expensive item or holiday, even though I feel the pain later when I immediately pay it off with my debit card. Combine this with the fact that people tend to check their credit card balance way less than they do their current account, People just aren't keeping track of their spending, making it much more likely to overspend. Number two, interest rates can burn you. Credit cards often come with high interest rates, especially for unpaid balances. And if you don't pay off your balance in full each month, the remaining amount can accumulate interest, leading to substantial debt over time. And if you're not careful, you can find yourself trapped in a cycle of debt. 
Now you might be screaming, but I have a zero interest credit card. Yes, but that is only for a certain period of time and the credit card companies know full well that you aren't going to pay off that balance before that term runs out and then you're going to need to start paying interest. Despite so many people having good intentions of paying off their credit card balance every single month, most people pay just the minimum payment. Things happen, your car tire bursts or you desperately need that new air fryer and if you've not got an air fryer, you need one. The balance just gets higher and you convince yourself that you can afford the minimum payments, so all is good. But the dirty little secret about minimum payments is that they're set at just the right amount to keep you holding a credit card for a very long period of time, meaning you're going to be more likely to make purchases on that card in the future and just start that cycle all over again. To put that into perspective, if you held just a £1,000 balance on a credit card with an average APR of 15% and all you did was pay the minimum payments, it would take you over 10 years to pay that balance off. And that's if you never spent another penny. And for me, the number one danger of credit cards, in my opinion, is the psychological changes it has on the average person. After creating content on the subject of personal finance for a couple of years now, I have had so many conversations both online and in person with people about credit cards. The overwhelming majority of people really do tell me that they think credit cards are a net benefit. And hands down, the thing that I can guarantee people in favor of credit cards will say to me is that it improves your credit score, closely followed by the fact that you get rewards or air miles on your spending. Like it genuinely impresses me how good of a job credit card companies have done of convincing the masses that credit cards are good. And more sadly, needed. It is a financial safety blanket for way too many people who think they're doing the right thing. Just the idea of getting rid of a credit card can be daunting for people. Relying solely on their own money just isn't something that we are generally used to. But I want to reaffirm the point that you really don't need a credit card. Yes, I think you can have them and be responsible. I hate them, but I still have one. Now, that might seem like a contradiction to you, but it has taken me so much learning and persistence to change my mindset around money to ensure that that card is legitimately locked away until I make a big purchase, which I then immediately pay it off. The truth is, if that Section 75 protection came in with debit cards, guess what I'd do? I'd cut up my credit cards, stamp on it and burn it. And from experience, credit cards can be the start into a spiral of struggling with debt. So if you're listening to this and you can resonate with what I'm saying and you want to talk it through, please feel free to get hold of me through my social channels or via an email. I am there to help you. I know exactly what it feels like to be there and I know what to do to get out of it. And being on the other side is the best thing I ever did. All of that being said, I understand that some people are just going to continue using credit cards. Okay, fair enough but as long as you know the risks associated with them and that it's essential to use them responsibly. Do things like pay off your balance in full every single month. Keep track of what you're spending, review your account and maintain a budget to avoid any unnecessary debt or financial pitfalls. You could also monitor your credit score online via credit reports and just make sure that you're not going down, first of all, but most importantly that all the information on there is correct. I personally have been burned on two occasions where credit card companies have said I've defaulted when I haven't. That really affected my credit score and that was just solely down to the fact that I had a credit card. Keep on top of the stuff and be responsible. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. If you got any value from today's episode, please consider leaving the podcast a rating or review on whichever platform that you listen on. And if you don't follow me on my social channels, I am a frugal spender on both Instagram and TikTok. 
please ignore all the scam accounts. I am doing my best to report them. Sadly, they just aren't listening. To reiterate, I will never message anybody asking you for any money or telling you that I have some really good scheme whereby you can get a great return. I just won't do it. It's not me. Please block them. Please report them. And thank you for your support. Until next time, peace. Peace.